Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. You guys, I am so excited in this episode to be talking with Lisa Becker. She is a psychology-based business coach for new and aspiring entrepreneurs, uh, and she has like a background in psychology and NLP, and uh, I connected with Lisa through a program that we both went through together, uh, Manifestation Babe Academy with Catherine Zankina. And we're actually both like peer mentors for this current round. And it's been so great to connect with Lisa. And um, I'm so excited to be doing this interview just because there's there's so much that we can talk about with human design <laughs> and using it in your business and everything. So uh, Lisa, just to get us started, do you just want to give like a brief introduction um, to yourself, like for our listeners today? Yeah, thank you so much. Hi, Amy. Um, so yeah, you already said like the most important things. <laughs> so my name is Lisa. I am based in France. Um, I'm originally from Germany, um, but I work with women all over the world, uh, which to me is super exciting. And I do one-on-one coaching. And yeah, I am a psychology-based business coach. Um, and I work mainly with women who know that they want a bigger life they want something else but they don't necessarily know how this can look like and maybe they don't even know what you know kind of business to start they aren't sure about their business idea um they feel overwhelmed you know when starting their own businesses um and yeah i'll help them take the leap uh yeah Yes, I love I love that. And your Instagram is Leap with Lisa. And I just I yeah. love that name. It's so it's so good. <laughs> I love it. It's it's beautiful. Um, and like just so people know, like what is your uh human design and how has that played out in your life? Like how have you how has learning your human design like changed and made your life like a little bit better? <laughs> So I'm a manifesting generator with um, sacred authority. And when I learned about that, not that long ago, actually, <laughs> I, I was immediately like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. I am such a multi-passionate person. Um, I have a lot of different interests. And it actually, you know, in the beginning of my business, it was super, super hard for me to decide on a business idea. Um, and this is why now I am helping others, right? At, at, in exactly this, the same stage, because I see that for so many people, it's really hard to figure out, okay, what is my purpose in life? What is my business idea? 
um, what is something that I want to commit to and stick with. Um, and so just learning about, you know, being a manifesting generator and that being multi-passionate is kind of my design. It gave me a lot of permission to not make it wrong, so to say, and just to feel like it is also a strength that I have and something that I, you know, being interested in so many different things, it's also, and having a lot of different experiences in different jobs and, and niches and industries is something that I now bring to the work with my clients. Uh, and I actually see this as a strength and not as something that um, is a disadvantage. Yes. And that is so important. Like I'm also a manifesting generator. And um, when I first wanted to start a business, like I just, I struggled so much because the first thing you learn is like, pick one thing, get Mm. really narrow, get really specific. And um, if anybody who is like a manifesting generator or a manifester, that can be like really scary and feel like really uncomfortable to like pick one thing because what if like you pick the wrong thing what if you are like it can just feel like really constricting and so I love that like learning learning your human design type and like learning the manifesting generator part like it's like oh no wait I'm not wrong for being this way I'm meant to I'm meant to be like multi-passionate. I'm meant to like switch things up and give myself the freedom to um, talk about what brings me joy, what brings me like satisfaction instead of like, I don't know, you, 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 people start their businesses to uh, be free, to have like mm. financial freedom, to uh, do something that they love instead of like working for someone else. And so like giving yourself that permission for that freedom is just so incredibly important. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, like, is there anything else you want to add? Like how you use like either your human design or like bring human design into like your business and the work you do with clients? Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I, I I have known this even before learning about human design, but I having a sacred authority uh, and having learned this, I know now that I can really trust my gut instinct. And even sometimes, you know, when it doesn't make sense or it's not the logical decision, but I, I have this um, and I can feel like this decision maker right inside of me and um, yeah, and human design just, you know, gave me permission to really listen to this and to not second guess the decisions that I know inside of me I really want to make. Um, so this definitely helped me because when you have a business, <laughs> you need to make decisions all the time, right? And so when you know how you make decisions, then it's so, so much easier um, in your business. And when it comes to my clients, I, so I'm not at all an expert when it comes to human design, but when I start working with someone, I like to ask, you know, if they know their human design um, and if so, like what type they are and if they know their, their authority, just so that I am aware of 
you know, their, their design and how they make decisions. And that when we, you know, work to lay the foundations of their business, that we take this into account. Yeah. And, you know, that's so important. And I think you addressed, you said this, like, okay, you're not a human design expert and that's, that's perfectly okay. Like, I think we, um, sometimes as maybe a society as a whole, like we put our, we put pressure on ourselves, like, oh, we need to be like an expert in something in order to use it. But simply um, adding in that awareness that Mm -hmm. uh, we're all unique, like that's, at least for me, like that's what human design is truly like cemented for me is like, we truly are all unique and one size fits all approaches don't necessarily work. And so uh, bringing that like, hey, do you know your human design? Like, let me work with you and like your like decision-making process and your like energetic type instead of just assuming that everybody or everyone that you work with is going to be like exactly like you. Like, it's totally fine. Like, I'm not advocating for everybody to be an expert or anything like that, but I'm just having the awareness and having the knowledge of human design can be like so helpful um, with helping clients and with working with different people. Yeah, yeah. And even when it comes to things like um, your strategy, right? Uh, It was so interesting for me and kind of confronting as well to learn about how I, as a manifesting generator, um, what my strategy is, right? So the main strategy to respond Mm -hmm. um, and to wait for a response, uh, wait to respond. And when you, (laughs) when you learn about business and, you know, when you follow certain quote-unquote gurus and marketing people and you know a lot of them say oh you should you know go out there and you should message I know 10 people a day and you know you should I mean the whole idea behind lead generation is that basically you go out there and initiate conversations right and initiate contact and so to see and this always felt kind of weird to me and not really aligned before I knew about human design and then when I learned that oh actually my main strategy is to wait to respond it made it just made sense right yes uh yes (laughs) you know the 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 cold dm strategy has been it's something I see people post um about and and people like find it so annoying they're like why do I get these dms (laughs) why do I get these dms and uh it's it's so interesting because I was just talking to some friends last night about it and I was like the reason why people are doing it is like sometimes it works (laughs) for Mm -hmm. like every you know maybe every like 10 no's or 50 no's there's like one yes and that's why people do it. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's um, looking from the human design perspective, like the only, the only like type who's designed to initiate our manifestors. And that's only 9% of the collective, like everyone else, it is some sort of like, either re- like waiting to respond or waiting for the invitation or 
reflectors, you know, traditional says wait 28 days, which, you know, then it's, it's all this waiting, it's all this patience. Mm. So it's, it's definitely like very interesting. Um, as a like business coach, do you have any strategies that you recommend to people um, like no matter what their human design is like is there a more effective strategy you think than sending people dms i mean there are so 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 many different things that that you can do right when it comes to a marketing strategy um so for example you can just if you if you do content marketing you can rely on attraction marketing right that means that you don't reach out at all to anyone you create the best content and you know what lights you up and and what your business is about etc and then you wait for people to reach out to you um and what i really like as well is to for example on instagram to use those polls and and stickers and um, where people can submit questions and things like that, because as a manifesting generator, or if you're a generator, um, this gives you something to respond to, right? And because, you know, when someone watches your story and then they post, you know, a question or um, or respond to like your, your poll or something like that, then, you know, you can it feels so much easier then to interact with that person because they already gave you something energetically. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I've, I've used that um, between uh, like Instagram, like using polls or that's actually how like we got on this podcast. I yeah. And I was like, who wants to be on my podcast? And like you and a couple other people responded. Yes. So I was like, Hey, here's the details. Let's do this. Um, and, uh, I use, I also use it in the Facebook, or uh, my Facebook community. Also, I use polls to, you know, get a, to a, get to know my audience more and then B mm-hmm. just to give me something to respond to. Like, like, Oh, what do you want me to talk about? And like giving them options. I was like, okay, which one excites me the most? Like, Uh, it's not even necessarily like what they say it's like it's more helping to get my sacral excited and and going which is which is so fun (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yes so um do you have like a favorite part of like maybe something that you find that's like your favorite about like your uh, your unique human design like when you learned about it you're like oh my gosh I love this like this is like my favorite part of my human design I don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh that's such a good question I there are so many things that are just so interesting to me and and really and it's interesting because there are some things where when I learned about it it was like, oh, yes, oh, I, I know I am this way. And then interestingly enough, there were other things where I thought, really? <laughs> That's in my chart? I, I always thought I'm different than, you know, whatever it is. So um, that's why it's, oh, it's so, so, so hard. I, 
What do I like the most? Mm, I honestly really like that I have the sacred authority just because to me, obviously, because I have it. <laughs> it's so, it always has been so easy to listen to my, to my gut feeling and to make decisions um, based on that and based on what excites me the most. And so to now have quote unquote official permission to do that is just perfect and feels very liberating. Um, and then what else? I, the same goes for like, I have a defined spleen um, and, and also this was kind of like a confirmation as well, because I know that I have a very good sense about what is healthy for me. And, you know, when sometimes you have cravings uh, and I know that when I have certain cravings, it really is what my body actually wants and needs. Uh, so I, I really sometimes have like cravings for vegetables or certain fruits uh, or, you know, things like that. And so that felt very, um, yeah, very nice as well to, to see, oh yeah, I can really rely on that. Um, and something that felt very weird to me actually was that and you have my chart right in front of you so yeah, you can tell me if I if I say something stupid but I also uh, have a defined um, ego center and and when I read about what this means you know there it was all this stuff like oh I have so much willpower <laughs> And mm -hmm. I, I really read it and went, what? I don't, you know, and I always thought of myself as someone who is very, you know, very not disciplined and, and very, you know, I'm very naturally feminine and, and flowy and um, not very hard on myself. And so this was really interesting um, to, to learn that and to acknowledge that maybe I have more power in that way than I have given my, myself credit for in the past. Yes. Oh, that's, you know, you brought up like so many, so many like good parts of, uh, of your human design chart. And I love it. Like, yes, like it's a blessing to be a sacral authority because it is one of the um, simpler, using that mm. word, simpler authorities, like where you do have the ability to make like a really quick decision, whereas like other authorities um, need some time to process. And uh, I, I'm an emotional authority. So sometimes I need like a day or two to mm -hmm. like process through my emotions and like sleep on things. And uh, that can be something that uh, people judge, like uh, as like a shadow of you know, the collective, uh, we, uh, we judge people who take need a little bit longer time to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And um, it's interesting. So yes, yeah, like, I, I love that, you know, you really, you really enjoy your sacral authority, um, which is amazing. And then working with your spleen, uh, and the defined spleen, it's yeah, like people with defined spleens, like you inherently know what's healthy and good for your body and so you can like trust uh, you know like a craving that you have that may or may not make a lot of sense but like it's 
your body telling you like, hey, this is what you need. This is, you know, maybe, maybe you need that like nutrient from that random fruit you're craving or that vegetable or something. And it's your body telling you what it needs in order to um, function for its highest good. And then finally, like with that defined ego, um, it's interesting because, you know, when we learn human design, it, it is very much like there's so many different layers to it. And so it, like as somebody who teaches human design and other people who I've learned from, like you do learn each piece individually, but when you're working with yourself and your energy, it's like you have to look at the entire picture and uh, like something like I've struggled with discipline and being committed with even though I have a defined ego, but I think of instances where I did have like extreme willpower where, you know, um, uh, maybe like seven or eight years ago, I, I just uh, decided and I was never a runner, but I was like, I'm going to run a half marathon in 12 <laughs> weeks, guys. And I did it. And <laughs> it was hard, uh, not easy, but that was like an instance of willpower. Where I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And that was like using my ego. Uh, but other times in life in general, like there's other pieces, like you and I both have undefined root centers. That's like the physical pressure. And so we, um, we don't have consistent like pressure to get things done. Like mm. if I don't use deadlines, I'm just like, hey, let me... <laughs> I've read like three books in a day just because that's like what my sample wanted. And it's like a resting and relaxing activity. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just working with all the energy of your chart and like putting all the pieces together and like not judging yourself because, oh, this description said this center, like you're supposed to do it this mm. way. Like, no you've got other things going on too. So yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever experienced something similar to me, but that's, I, at least that's been my experience with using my charts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because, um, <laughs> so interesting that you brought up the example of running a half marathon because I, when I grew up, I, my family wasn't into sports or fitness at all at all <laughs> right so my family was very much into culture and books and theater and like those kinds of things um that I still love but uh we weren't a sporty family at all and so I grew up you know not valuing sport or being active physically or anything like that um but then you know when you go to university right you I, I had a very good friend or I still have her uh thankfully I have a very good friend um who inspired me to be more active and to just explore different sports and things like that and then the day came when was it like 2019 right when me too I had this urge of like I want to do a half marathon um and 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 I, I did it as well. And I was, and this was definitely my like defined ego that got me through it because I mean, you know that it's not easy and you have to really follow a schedule and you have to prioritize your runs, right? Um, and I was just thinking about, yeah, I, 
I mean, it makes sense also as, you know, a manifesting generator that I, it's true I can be disciplined for things that light me up and that feel right and where I feel the, this excitement um, and just maybe other things that, I don't know, society wants, you know, and that don't really care about or don't really want, then I don't have the discipline to to do that, which is fine, <laughs> right? Yeah, and the interesting thing is, is uh, I judged myself so much about this because I didn't know about human design back then. This was back in, I think, 24, 2013 or 2014. Um, 2014. Uh, but anyways, after I ran the half marathon, I was like, all right, I'm done with running. But then I kept on judging myself for, I think, about a year or two. It's just like, I need to go run. I need to go run. Why don't I want to run anymore? <laughs> and it was just like, it was that oh, this cycle is done with my life. I accomplished this goal and now I'm done and just struggling to like, let that go. Uh, but part of like being a manifester, a manifesting generator is learning to truly release things when it's time to like, let that go when that cycle is like done in your life. Mm. So I don't, I have you ever like noticed any sort of like cycle with things with when it either like a passion or like maybe a phase in your business or something where uh, you like complete something and then you're like, okay, this doesn't light me up anymore. I'm done. Um, I definitely had this with jobs um, before I started my own business and, and also with living in different places. So um, I moved around quite a bit and I, you know, I had a job maybe for two years and then I, I just knew that I want to move on to something else, not because I wasn't, you know, wasn't happy or, or anything really that pushed me out of the job, but just this feeling of, like you said, this feeling of, okay, this, this chapter is, I want to close this chapter. It's just, I, I need to, you know, do something else. I need to move on from, from that. So I definitely have experienced this and, yeah, when it comes to like jobs and and um, places where I lived in the past. Yeah, and yeah, that makes complete sense. It's like this this cycle, and I think sometimes, especially like people who are business owners, when they learn about like their human design and looking at these cycles, they think like, oh, it has to. It only applies to my business. It only applies. The, this area in my in my life but it really like all this energy like works in like all of your life it's not just your business it's not just mm -hmm. your passions it's not just like your family life or whatever it's like it's anything and yeah. that, that's what I find fascinating oh, it's so interesting <laughs> yeah and for I mean earlier we talked about um deciding on a business idea and how hard this can be right because you feel like you're saying no to so many other passions that you have and something that helped me in the end to to stick with something and commit to one idea in order to see it through and to to you know I mean it's just 
in business, when you have an audience, you, your audience needs some time to, to just keep up with you and to understand what you're about. And so if you constantly change <laughs> your offers, then it will be very hard for your audience to, to just warm up to it. Um, and so one thing that helped me a lot to stick to one thing was, and it's so, it's, it sounds so stupid, but it was really just to give myself permission that I don't have to do this until the day I die. <laughs> just to know in my head that, okay, you can, you know, I want to stick with this for now, but I give myself permission once, you know, this doesn't feel good anymore and it doesn't feel aligned anymore. I give myself permission to, to shift um, and to do something else. And this mindset really allowed me to lean, to fully lean into my current business idea and, and my current like offer that, that I have. And I'm so, so grateful that I committed to that and decided um, on that. Yes, I definitely have felt that too. And uh, when it comes to talking about something in my business, I have about like two weeks where I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm obsessed with it for two weeks. And then I'm like, eh, I'm done. And like for me, working with that, that energy is, um, I like I'm playing around with like keeping like a broad offer but every two weeks when I start to get bored, like maybe I'll talk about like one aspect of it, like this whole like podcast and um, it's like, it like feeds into this, actually this like general offer, which is like my embody your design membership. And so like, you know, one, one week, you know, I'll be talking about, oh, we're going to dive into like decision-making. Like I'm obsessed with decision-making right now. And then another you know, a couple weeks and be like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be like diving into um, like health and wellness and how like mm -hmm. you can, which it's in, in your human design, but like, like, oh, like, eat, like between like types and the variables, like we're going to talk about like health and wellness within your design. Now we're going to talk about manifestation. We're going to talk about like, there's so many different things. And so like, if you're I'm like sharing this because if you're a business owner, like, yeah, maybe you can have like a broad offer, but like you can share diff different aspects to like play around with and like keep that excitement going with yes. something and give your audience that consistency to need to, because like people, there's been stats, I don't know what the numbers are exactly, but uh, I think like people need to hear about something at least like, like 15 times before they may decide to invest in something. So mm -hmm. that repetition is necessary to get your audience to like actually hear what you're saying and want to like make an investment. And it can be like, that can be like the struggle and the, the bore, like it can trigger the boringness for like multi-passionate yeah. man manifesting generators and manifestors. Yeah. <laughs> yes yes for sure and I love what you shared and I yeah and I am the same way so what I have learned and what you know if I have clients who are similar to to us um what I share with them and what I work on with them is that 
you don't want to throw your whole business model and you know your whole business out and create a whole nother business when you have this urge to play around or do something else but rather how can you play and have freedom inside of that right um as you as you said to just two weeks to talk about something talk about nutrition or or then talk about um uh, manifestation and all feeds into into your business and into your offer um and that is for me really the key to to stay committed to what I'm doing and to also make it fun for, for myself. Yeah. I really love to play around with different ways that I am getting visible. And so I just did a, I just did like 30 um, reels in 30 days, just because it felt so fun and exciting to me. Right. And mm. I am, you know, I'm on Instagram anyway, but just to have, kind of a new challenge and then lean more into reels and then another period maybe I'll lean more into doing Facebook or Instagram lives or you know to to just play around in in your business and not throw everything out yes yeah and I think um one of my business uh, mentors like James Wedmore he uses this like bridge analogy and like when mm. you you know, when you like just start something new, it's like you're starting a new bridge each time instead, like of starting something new every single time, like you build on like you want to like actually like complete the bridge. And so like as um and I love that you're playing with visibility because that that was gonna be like my other tip is like play around with like where where you're showing up and um and you can always like repurpose content so uh, like Mm -hmm. I'm saying like not necessarily like um you're like oh I'm gonna show like today or this week I'm gonna show up on Facebook and then now I'm gonna show up on Instagram like you can repurpose like anything you do on Facebook you can like repurpose it and put it on Instagram but like you can choose where you like put your new creative focus like okay you know like you did reels for 30 days like you can share those reels on your Facebook yeah you know like it and stay visible but like that creative power you're putting it into like one platform uh and I that's something to play around with and I I love it Yeah, and something else maybe, you know, that often comes to mind is that I, you know, business isn't, I care a lot about my business, I care a lot about my clients and my audience, but it's not all that I am, right? And so I always um, think that my business isn't there to fulfill all of my needs and and desires and right um and so i can also have this element of playing around and starting something new and getting excited about something um in the rest of my life right uh, which i feel we sometimes we put it all on our business and then it can feel really really hard because um yeah because it's not all that we are right 
Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah, we, you know, we, we always talk about our businesses and like, oh, it needs to be this way. Like it needs to give me everything, but mm-hmm. like, you're totally right. Like sometimes uh, that, you know, you can, you can bring the excitement in other areas of your life. Like, uh like uh, people come into business because they want like that freedom. They want Mm. uh, like financial freedom. They want to be able to do anything they want. Like some people, you know, some people it's like traveling. Um, Some people it's like, I want to spend, be able to spend more time with my family um, or like my friends or whatever. And so like definitely like looking outside of your, of yourself and Um, the thing with like working with your sacral like for any generator type like do what brings you joy like I realized um, recently that I was holding myself back in my business because of this like everybody this judging against hustling but like hustling is more working when you're like tired and you don't want to and you're forcing but Mm -hmm. like I'm like fascinated by um, learning, uh, learning about like how the brain works, like, you, like, um, you know, you have a background in psychology and NLP, like, I, I'm very interested, like, I've been, you know, going through the Manifestation Babe Academy stuff, and like, you know, all the science, you like, oh, how does like the brain works, our thoughts create our reality, mm-hmm. um, I've been going through some stuff with like, uh, Jim from Jim Fortin, and like, that like fascinates mm-hmm. me, And I had been holding myself back, be like, oh, I can't do this right now because I'm not supposed to be working. I'm supposed to be like having fun. I'm supposed to be like Mm -hmm. um, turning off my devices. But like, no, but I want to learn all this stuff. Like, why am I telling myself no when because of, you know, some post I saw about anti-hustle and you should only Mm -hmm. work like 10 hours a week. I was like, but this lights me up right now. Like, no, I'm going to do it. And that's okay. It's not, if it doesn't feel like work, then it's not work. It's not hustle. It's doing what brings you joy, no matter what it is. Yeah. It's so funny how sometimes we make ourselves wrong if we work too much and we make ourselves wrong if we work not enough, right? Instead of just making everything right that we are doing and that we want to do whatever it is. Yes. Oh, we we just like to make ourselves wrong for like mm. anything. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing can yeah. ever go right. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yes. So um like last couple of questions. So do you have any advice for people who maybe are like newer to human design and um, are feeling a little bit overwhelmed on like where to get started and how to like use it in their life like do you have any advice for people mm-hmm. um, so definitely it would be to not focus on everything all at once and again not to be in perfection mode right um, I think it's very I think the the danger when it comes to any human design or or I don't know 
analyzing your your birth chart right and astrology or or anything like that um i think the problem can be that sometimes you want to live perfectly right in in your design and then it becomes very oh my god am i doing this right or am i doing this wrong once again right and you're making yourself wrong all the time because oh no i should i know listen to my gut and now i'm not and things like that so I would just um, say to someone who is totally new to just focus on a few different aspects, um, maybe on your strategy and your authority and just lean into that and play around with that and, and, and look at how you can integrate that more into your life and into your business. Um, and then you can always learn more and integrate more over time. So really just do like a step, step-by-step um, process there. I love that. Yeah. And when I first learned human design, I, I literally like started with my signature and non-self. Like does mm-hmm. for generator types, does this bring me satisfaction or am I frustrated right now? And if I'm frustrated, mm-hmm. why am I frustrated? <laughs> and looking at looking at those pieces and it's it's uh and that that alone led to like so much transformation and uh and so much change in my life so I love that like keep it simple like focus on one thing and uh and then you can move on from there which I love it (laughs) yes I love that (laughs) and then um my my final question is like, so if people are like, oh my gosh, Lisa, she's so amazing. Like, I want to get in touch with her. Like, I'm a new business owner and I don't know where to get started. Like, how do I, like, how can people get connected with you and how can people um, like work with you? Yeah, so I mainly live uh, on Instagram <laughs> um, and my handle is sleep with Lisa. So you can always um, connect with me there uh, you can always send me a dm and say hi uh, i would love that um, and then if you want to know a little bit more about how i work with my clients you can go to my website which is sleepwithlisa.com um, at the moment i am just doing one-on-one coaching um, but later this year i am going to launch my first group program slash membership, which I'm super lit up by and excited about. Um, So uh, if you are more into like group uh, programs and and community and things like that, and you want to start your business, I also have a wait list um, that you can sign up for. Yes. And uh, there will be the links to all of that in the show notes for you guys. Like, well, thank you so much, Lisa, for coming on and doing this interview with me I have had an amazing time I hope you did too so I just want to thank thank you you so much thanks for listening to today's episode want to dive even deeper I invite you to check out my free membership embody your design we dive deep into how you can embody your unique human design link to join is in the show notes if you enjoyed this episode I would appreciate a review on iTunes as a special thank you you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift I invite you to tag me on Instagram at theamymay with your favorite part of this episode thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode